Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. to another episode of The Clogged. I am Wynell. Hey, it's Pandora. Well, the first case here is the uh, Brandon Lawson case. And uh, Brandon Lawson was a 26-year-old man from San Angelo, Texas. He was an oil field worker and father of four children. And so he was a father of four children. His uh, wife, Ladessa Lofton, uh, he had uh, a warrant out for his arrest. After a fight with his girlfriend back in 2013, he drove off. However, around 2 a.m., he called 911. So, Lawson makes a call for, from um, a field in Texas to 911. He's heard, obviously, very panic and distress. Uh, the call cuts off at the very end. And again, it sounded like he was running or he was definitely being chased. And now, based on what... Um, you hear the audio, we'll, we'll play it right now. Um, you know, if, if this is a man who has a, a, a warrant out for his arrest and he's asking for the police. Right. So obviously whatever he's being, uh, he's being chased is, is far more dangerous far than, than he rather faces the cops than face whatever he's being, whatever's chasing him. And uh, here, let me play the audio. Hopefully, it's not too it's loud. A really thick accent. Eight seconds. Yeah, now you hear the uh, the uh, nine one one operator asking hello hello, and that's where it cuts off. All of a sudden, you kind of hear this like rumbling or. What maybe sounds like wind in the background. Um, and you could be okay. breathing, heavily breathing. Um, you also hear a yeah, no type of thing. But let me break down the call here for you on how it goes. So he places the call. He says, hi, I'm in the middle of a field. Again, he has a really thick Texas Texan accent. So it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying. So again, he says, hey, I'm in the middle of the field just pushed some guys over 
right here going towards Averline on both sides. So it sounds like somebody, either A, he got into a crash, but he doesn't. It sounds like he did, but just the way the wording is. So it sounds yeah. like he ran into somebody um, that was blocking either the road on both sides or there was some accident and he drifted onto both incoming and going traffic. I don't know. which is kind of hard to tell. He says, my truck ran out of gas. There's one car here got chased to the woods. Please hurry. So he's being chased. Right. Right. By either the people he he just ran into or somebody that he met out there. Again, it's, it's kind of hard to, to tell. You know, I've seen several transcripts of it and they all kind of, that first opening sentence where the transcript starts, like everybody kind of has different versions of it. Right. It's really hard to understand him. Like, all like, people get is that there's, he's in a field, mm -hmm. there's something with, uh, you know, guys, right? and then there's the whole Abilene and truck running out of gas, everybody seems to have that consistently, right. and then the woods, but it's the really, woods. like, I've seen like three different versions of yeah. it already. Yeah, and the people, there's people who have different versions, I've seen, again, on, on Reddit, I've seen some people breaking down, who yeah. are from the area, who <laughs> have that thick accent who try to decipher as best as they can, especially if you're from that area, you know people who have that I type that, understand it yeah, a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and it's pretty much the same. So he goes, uh, he goes on saying, because when I was talking to him, I suddenly ran into him. Mm -hmm. so Which is who? Who? Uh, who was he? Was he talking to one person, and then he ran into some other people, or some of the people ran into him? Who knows? The operator then asks, is who who you ran into them, okay? And he says, got shot or got chest. Who, it's or again, shot the first guy. Shot the first guy. Like something to the, the word either shot or chest. Who knows? Um, the operator asked him if he was okay and he even needed need the ambulance. Mm -hmm. He says, yeah, no. Which, again, this part is, has a little bit of a debate because... People, when they hear it, it sounds like either A, someone standing with him who almost tries to say yes or yeah. Mm -hmm. and a second voice. Yes, a second voice. And then Brandon cuts him off by saying no. The other being him maybe saying yes and then mid-word mid he changes to no. Like as yeah. in yeah, no. Like yeah, no. Like you're kind of changing your mind type of thing. Yeah. I see it also as like he needs help, but ambulance is not the help he yes. needs. He needs, he needs the, cops. the police. Yes. Yeah. Like this is not a I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Scenario. It's a I'm about to be um, hurt kind of thing. Yes. And I need a cop. Uh, I need now. a cop. Yeah, to interfere. Uh, so it could be one of those things where he's being um, he's being chased by someone. Yeah, like somebody's pissed. Is yes. what I feel like. Um, and so it's again, it's kind of a hard to. It's a bit of a debate on that, of course. Um, so we go into what we do know. What do we know? So mm -hmm. what we do know here are the facts. We know that he ran. Uh, Brandon confirmed that uh, he got into an argument with his wife. That's a fact. He left the house, and got in his truck, again, took off. Mm -hmm. And he's going to his dad's house. His dad's house in, in Fort Worth. Which right. is far. Yes. 
So he gets in his truck, um, which is found, again, awkwardly parked on Highway 277, which is about a, what, six, seven mile, seven-hour drive to Fort Worth, right? Yeah, I believe it's at least seven hours. So it's a good drive, and we'll go in a little bit about that. Um, A passing truck driver made a call reporting that there was a vehicle kind of parked awkwardly on the side of the road. So, you know, there's this report. You know, hey, there's a truck kind of parked hazardous in a way, and you know, there's uh, the ha- it could be hazard to other drivers passing by. You know, potential accident is what we're trying to get at. Right. So then Brandon calls his brother, right? He calls his brother at some point, and he says he ran out of gas because again he took off upset, not mm-hmm. realizing how much gas he had. Um, so Brandon's brother went out looking for him. He goes with his wife and then he goes to his um, brother's uh, girlfriend's house or whatever his wife's house mm-hmm. and kind of see what's the situation then he takes off Brandon's wife didn't answer any of his calls obviously they were in an argument yeah you know, she's, but mad, she's mad but again you know unfortunately it's the situation she kind of regret not answering those calls so um, Brandon then called 911 that call is placed mm-hmm it wasn't until what time almost uh, after 1 a.m. that the sheriff and Brandon's brother, Kyle, get to the scene. Um, they get to the scene kind of a couple minutes from each other. Uh, so you could say kind of like right on time and and retrospect of them, each other. So they get there. Brandon's nowhere to be found, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that. So we also have the the what uh, Kyle had said that what Brandon told him as far as what I guess what the message was laid out and again this is the you know middle of nowhere small town Texas and you know it's a little different than other places and it's a bit of a the, you, you, you hear what I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so according to the phone call that he left to his brother, um, to his father, well, he had a call with his father at 11.30 that night. Brandon was heated, and he was going to go to his parents back in Crawley. So three, which is about three hours away, um, he was past, well, uh, by this point, he was past 12.30 uh, when he called his brother Kyle, uh, who lived in San Angelo, asking for help. He leaves him this other message along with, you know, I think, I think it's after. But anyways, he said some three and then explicit. And we say explicit because the term that it's used, we don't, we're not sure it's this explicit. But he's referring to Mexican, so we don't Probably know. Probably a slur of some type. Some slur of some, um, um, some type. And so he, he's being chased by these people. They're chasing me out of town, Brandon told his brother. Brandon said it was Mexicans in the neighborhood. Um, he, Kyle believes that his brother was tripping on drugs, causing him to hallucinate uh, him, this so- so-called being chased. He had known, like, drug use. Yes, but Brandon denied, I guess during the conversation, Brandon denied being on drugs or hallucinating. Mm-hmm. But from what we know, Brandon did have some personal on hand drugs for himself like he wasn't we're not sure if he was dealing or not but he had drugs for himself for sure right and he had fallen off a wagon and so that was one of the reasons why he got in this, uh, into this fight with his uh, wife right mm-hmm. 
So, you know, he could be tripping on drugs out there and he's hallucinating. Maybe someone approached him, freaks out, takes off running, you know, right into the woods and is succumbed by the elements. Uh, you know, who... It's kind of hard to differentiate or like... Some people were saying, you know, a theory is that maybe he ran into a, a dirty cop, a dirty sheriff yeah. in the area dealing narcotics and some kind of drug deal. He ran into this situation, noticed him. He's now being chased, you know, something happened. Maybe he shot the first person that he ran into, right? Or the first person that approached him, he shot him, got nervous, took off, took off running. Okay, so um, the, the whole thing is, I mean, the, no bodies ever found. So right. we don't really know. Like, it's all speculative. But yeah. So he asked for the cops. It's interesting that you say, like, maybe he ran into a dirty cop. Right. Because when his family, like, his family got there at some point, right? Like, he's no yes, longer there. but he's no longer there. Like, it's only his truck parked all crazy. Right. He, and his, his brother Kyle stayed there to probably, like, around 5 a.m. or a little after 5 a.m. and the reason is he, he the reason he takes off is he wanted to stay longer but he takes off because his son uh, that you know he he brought his son along um, was fuzzy you know and he was crying so he was like you know I gotta take this kid you know back home and, and leave him there but yeah uh, his brother was there at the scene him and the sheriff along with other people looking for his brother Cause there's, I mean, like, there's been a lot of uh, misleading things and, like, this whole site uh, dedicated to his missing person case. Right. There is some discrepancies, and then I'm wondering, you know, if maybe there was people he was having an altercation with. Right. Calls for the cops, but he doesn't get the right cops. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then the, with the reporting and everything, it was... Like, everything was reported as, like, it's just a stranded motorist who ran out of gas. Right. When, clearly, like, when he calls, he sounds distressed. He's not, like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, I ran out of gas. Yes. That just happens to be part of the situation. Yes, but there's the something situation. else going right. on. Yeah. And everything the cops, you know, spun it as was, like, he ran out of gas. Yes. Well, where the heck did the guy go? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, where did he go? You don't know, just disappear because he ran out of gas. Like, something happened. Yeah. Um, there's also been weird uh, messages online like on social media mm-hmm. uh, where like the sheriff's department like I guess the, the sheriff's wife would go on and like make commentary about it oh yes I, yes I heard about that yeah. um, it's so, almost like she knows something right it would seem like it yeah I'm trying to figure out like it's very, um, it's, it's very odd. Like no one leaves those type of comments unless they know something. And they sound, from what I remember, they, or from what I read, they sounded very cryptic, right? Um, it almost like, how do you know? Did you interact with so Brandon? There's a, there a page, right, set up for all of this right. uh, on Facebook by the uh, Brandon Lawson's wife. Mm-hmm. And it was to bring awareness to, you know, his missing case and all that. Right. Um, so then this woman, who I guess is maybe the sheriff's wife, it's, I'm not too sure. Yeah. 
she was posting things on there, kind of like making, trying to spin it as if like, no, he's hiding, he's doing something bad. Like it was, it wasn't a missing person. It was like he's a criminal, yeah. not a victim. Yeah. So she had posted the one thing. It was like, my question is, after the deputy left and the hours before the truck was towed, why didn't he go back to his truck and drive off? Could he be he thought he would be stopped while driving? His actions prove he didn't want to be seen by law enforcement. Could it be he still doesn't want to be found, especially after all the publicity? And... And so how do you know that? Like, yeah. what makes you say that exactly? Yeah, so... A lot of, uh... It's kind of, like, just misleading. Very know? misleading. Um, I mean, okay, you're making it sound like... Okay, you know for a fact he was alive and he took off um, running or... Like, how do you know this information is what I really want to know. Because people are like, well, what... She's married to the actual sheriff of Coke County. And the people are like, well, whatever possesses this woman to continuously provide the public with information regarding Brandon's case and carry on, like, this gossip about it. Yeah. When it's like a page dedicated to finding him, you know what I mean? Like it's yes. his family's page, painting him basically in in a certain way. Yeah. So, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what? What does this lady? What does right. this lady know? Or why does she make it sound like she knows something? Yeah. Or is she trying to spin it a certain way? I, you know, either way, I feel like it's kind of poor taste, right? Oh yeah, definitely poor taste. And because especially you're, some you're married to somebody who's of like you should law enforcement. stay out. Yes, you should you not be commenting. I would think. Oh yeah, definitely. You shouldn't be commenting at all whatsoever. So why? What possessed you to say that? Like why? Why say that? Like really? Like I would be interested in hearing what she would have to say as far as like okay, what? Do you know? And, and the other thing is like, why not? Why not have her like looked into? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the story, the timelines, and everything doesn't add up. Yeah, none of that adds up. So, what what do you think happened? Like, what is what is your? I don't know, cause I feel like there's probably. Um, so, as I was saying, like I. I feel like maybe more than one person knows what really happened to him because he's saying on the call, guys, right? Yeah. And there's somebody out here and there's guys, so there's more than one person out there with him. At least two, right? Right. Why would he say guys? Yeah. And there's the cops. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's his family. Right. So somebody in there has to know more of what happened. Yeah, so there's obviously there's he's saying guys, so there's more than one. Right. At least we uh, know there's there's at least two I would think out there. Well, we can definitely say there's one. Yeah. Obviously. Right. Him. <laughs> uh, there's one person. One other person, yeah. Besides him. Um he's as far as from what we know, from what his statement is, is that he's being chased. Yeah. So something's happening. Yeah. Um, he fears for his life, so yeah, he's something's going the on. Cops yeah. When he knows he's probably gonna get arrested, yeah. But he's like, "Fuck it, like it's either that or whatever so this is." One, you can say that there's three possibilities. One, he's hallucinating. 
someone does approach him. He got in, he either a got into a fight. He believes he got him, shot him. Who knows? Unfortunately, there's nothing. You know, yeah. there's no body, right? There's none of that. Yeah. Two, like if he hurt somebody else, where is that person? Okay. Two. Right? He ran into someone dealing drugs out there. Whether A, be a dirty cop or not, whatever. Something happened with if so, some kind of weird dealing of some sort, whatever. Who, who knows? Unfortunately, we don't have that information. Three, again, it goes back to he maybe he there was, he caused some kind of problem. Mm-hmm. He got chased, right? There's an altercation at one location. He drives off away from them. Runs out of gas. They catch up to him. Mm-hmm. That was my theory. Though. And then he's being—he's now being chased. Because I'm thinking, okay, so he's upset for whatever reason. He had this fight with his wife. Right. So he's in already a mindset of probably like being like easily ticked off, right. right? Or like more likely to react aggressively to something. Yeah, of course. He didn't plan very well because he didn't fill up his truck with gas. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But his vehicle was found abandoned. Like four or five miles south of Bronte, Texas, on US 277. Right. So the truck was found just north of this rest area. Oh, yes. So what I was thinking is, you know, like you said, maybe something happened near around that rest area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Where you he know, ran he into drove these guys. off. Yeah, maybe he ran into somebody, started some trouble, or whatever happened yeah. with that. Uh, of course, there was a factor of drugs. Either he was maybe yeah. on them, or they knew, them, knew or him through that. Through that, yeah. um, And then, uh, when he mentions the both sides of the road, yes. When you see the picture of the road, it's not very wide. It's like it's maybe two lanes. It looks like maybe there's a median. I'm not sure. It looks. It's very narrow. It's narrow. It's yeah, it's like narrow. a backcountry-looking road. Like you get to, if you're not driving well. You could hit the car. Another car like an incoming. Traffic. Yes. Right. So it's like it's maybe like a two-way street at best. At best. And if there's guys, right, I'm thinking more than one vehicle potentially, mm. then what if they blocked the road, which is why he's parked all crazy and he's running to the woods because he Encountered. can't continue yeah. anymore. Yes, because I think um, we talked about this before. It's what, uh, in Mexico, cartel members tend to block the road. Yeah. Redirect traffic uh, in order to either A, continue with their dealings further down the road or attack someone. So I, I've and seen these videos. That too. Yeah, and these, roads yes. to that's a tactic. It's a tactic. Yeah. Car chases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to I mean, this could traffic. just be some kind of car chase. Yeah. I agree with that. It could be something like that. Something like some kind of road rage, just, just any kind of rage. Or, uh, something. Some, something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have any other information. I mean, it's been five years. They're still looking for any leads. Oh, and the other weird thing was, you know, searching for him. Oh, yes. So, when they searched for him, they didn't bring out the helicopter with, like, the thermal heat until search hours. until days. Days. Oh, it was days. days after. So, the way this works is it, like, finds the heat signature. So, you know, you'd see him running around. Right. Like, if it's been but days, if he's There's dead, no way. You're not going to find anything. His body's out. It's cold. cold. Yeah. and Or if he ran off, he's not going to be in the area. Yeah. So it's like, why would he just be chilling there days after? Right. Exactly. Alive. You know? No reason to stay there. 
Yeah, either he's alive and he moved on, or he's dead and you're not going to find him with heat. Yeah, that's... So yeah. it just seems like really counter... The other thing is, I read that hunters who've been hunting in that area haven't found anything. No yeah. one's really encountered anything. The locals, you know... I mean, if somebody did kill him, I wouldn't be surprised if he eventually turned up in the area, almost like placed there again. Yes. It's like, oh, look, it's been years and which his body was found somewhere where they've looked. Yes, which was something that we've kind of encountered before on some of mm-hmm. these missing people. But um, in other different, more mysterious circumstances. I mean, there's a, there's a bit of a paranormal thing. And the, the, the one paranormal thing is like aliens, right? Aliens took him. He encountered something. Uh, there's been even the theory of Bigfoot. He actually encountered Bigfoot. Freaks out. He encounters. He's try. He tries to fight them and takes off, and he's being chased. But I mean, that doesn't sound like the call. Like the call doesn't sound like it's something. Paranormal. There's something out. You know, it sounds like there's guys. There's guys, like actual people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah. He had like what four kids? Yeah. Yeah, he had four it's kids. Just, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. It's. Like it's I mean, I think. They would want closure. Oh, yeah, of course. At least to know what happened. Yeah. I mean, the other possibility is that he took off because he's a fugitive. Maybe he actually murdered somebody. You know, he did say... It sounded like he did shoot somebody, takes off in a panic, takes off in the other person's vehicle with the body, you know, hence you can't see him and he's not in the area anymore because he's in someone's vehicle. He's in Texas. Where If you're a fugitive, you murder somebody, where do you go? You flee down to Mexico. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you're from uh, he, he could pass for Mexican. You think so? He looks very white yeah. to me. But <laughs> well, I mean, I, I want to. We had the conversation with Hoffman. I mean, that's one of the things <laughs> Hoffman said. Hey, he could also pass down for Mexican. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, just because I've seen people uh, Mexicans who are that light as well, so. Yeah. Um, but who knows? You know, unfortunately, this. Uh, not with that accent. Yeah, not with that accent. Yeah, of no, course. No, he has a very thick. Oh yeah. White boy accent. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Um, definitely tune in next week for a new episode. Again, don't forget to share, like, um, and tell us how we're doing. Tell us, you know, we're doing good. Tell us we're doing bad. Tell us, you know, what else do you want to hear do you want to hear new something new something in the, the mystery maybe something in the crypto world or maybe there's something you've heard of as of recent that you want to kind of want to you want to hear more about and you want us to investigate definitely shoot us at on our facebook or our twitter page again there's a youtube channel uh Hoffman's on his way of finishing and we'll definitely have those uh, for our more visual uh, individuals so definitely that are out there. Again, I'd like to send out a shout out to our, our listeners uh, from across the country. Uh, we definitely have a good amount of listeners. We'll shout out to Canada, Scotland, Japan. Uh, Japan is still going strong. Uh, the Netherlands. We have some people in Germany. We have some people in um, Australia. And, you know, definitely other people across the globe. You know, again, send us a... Uh, Send us uh, any kind of requests you may have. And again, share and like us on our Facebook. And we'll see you again next week. Ladies. Bye.